0: Alrighty guys, welcome back to another episode of the All Aces Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony. I uh, joined by my mother host, Danny and Nate. Say hey, what's up? Hey, we also got sure. the media crew behind the cameras as well. We got Mondo, we got Mark, and of course we got o Fred. And uh, today, man, we're bringing you an ace of their own industry. We always bring the aces here. Uh, this guy has been an ace of actually the retail fashion industry. And uh, tell them a little more about them.
1: All right, guys, without further ado, have us welcome our newest guest, Robert Mitchell,
2: a.k.a. Taps. Yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? So, uh, yeah, I'm the owner of uh, Blush in, uh, right here in Ridley. Uh, if you guys uh, are familiar right here with the, with the Valley, um i bought this business in uh it's been five years already 2017 that's when i got it i was 22. um you know it's it's been growing it's uh it's pretty pretty uh fun ride you know yeah i'm always you know i always my family has been uh, in business for for i mean since i was pretty much born so i'm kind of in in the business side of it.
3: Oh dude. For, I mean, it's, I mean, first question, you know, you come from a, you come from a business background. Your parents were in family or, or your dad, you know, he was in business. Your family was in business. How, how did, did that affect you bro growing up? Like, was that something like, because you saw your dad always in business that I like the, did you always know you're going to go into business or like, when did that, when did that idea kind of materialize with you? So
2: growing up, uh, my family is very business oriented. So, um, I've always been in business. I've worked since uh, I was small. My dad is a big hustler. He's a serial entre- entrepreneur. He has multiple uh, businesses in, in different uh, in different industries. He's uh, he's had restaurants, uh, department stores, meat markets. Uh, he's into farming. Uh, he used to sell cars.
0: He's been he's done it all. All I've heard, so- bro, is the Mitchells own Reedley. <laughs> that's, yeah. what I mean, that's, that's That's the rumor around town that's what I've heard Mitchell's young we're, Ridley. We're, uh, <laughs> the, uh,
2: we're a big family so it's kind of you know we have multiple businesses uh, in town so um Maybe I mean I don't I don't
0: know I don't <laughs> know, really know. <laughs> it's though. It's just I think a lot of that comes from like just the success you guys have had as family business owners, right? Because I know a lot of people, especially families, right? There might be one person, maybe two people, that begin to start a business in, in their family. But you guys, man, it's so cool to see like this. All the stories I've heard, like you have a business. Uh, we're actually in the business right now. It's Blush, right? Yeah. Uh, Blush Boutique here yeah, in really Yeah, you guys can see us. Yeah. yeah. So there's a nice store, man. You have. If I was a chick, this is probably be the first place i I shop, yeah. and even though I have a chick at home, I know this is the place I'm gonna be shopping for uh, Valentine's Day upcoming coming pretty soon, man, but um yeah, man, like I said that's the main thing I've heard it's it's tell us a little bit about how it's been, man, being like just having your whole family and business together and and you guys all just i mean it, it surrounds you right so everybody
2: everybody puts their ideas into their business, you know, and it's kind of like you know. The, our Thanksgiving dinners are about business or, <laughs> That's cool. you know, what, what t- oh, they're going to open up this store or, or, um, you know, it's pretty much focused in, in business and it's kind of natural for me, like growing up to talk about business and know about business. Tell us about blush, man. How did you get started in blush and how many years ago did you start that? Okay. So I, I, I'm not the, I'm not the, the, the founder, I'm the owner, but I'm not the founder, uh, the founder, um, he, f- he founded this business in 2005. Um, I, purchased, I purchased a business in t- 2017. I was 22 at the time, and um, I, the, how I actually bought it is I, I was going out with a, with a girl, and she was an employee here, and the, the owner um, was selling. Not for, for, he was just selling because he was moving back to Korea because he was uh he had got a divorce and uh, he was a big gambler. He mm-hmm. just didn't want to be here. And he wanted, <laughs> he actually wanted, yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. It's a <laughs> crazy story. And I feel really bad for him because he kind of lost everything because of uh, because of the divorce, you know? Yeah, yeah.
0: So what, what year was that? So what year did they first start? And then what year did you first hear the rumors of, like, they were going to start selling? So
2: it started in 2017, so pretty much, um, the girl I was going out with, she told me maybe like um, three months before that, mm. and we had we I would come in here and talk to 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 the owner, and we were trying to trying to uh, figure out you know the 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 price, and we agreed on the price, and, and uh, he just handed me the keys, and he's all it's yours. He was a very Man. good guy, he very good guy. He Handed me the keys, it's yours. And since that day, he pretty much like he even had money like, changed, like, he had, like, $300 worth of coins, he's all, like, it's yours, you keep it, like, he, like, he just gave it as is, like, everything, That's crazy. so I it was an e- easy, tra- yeah, like, That's it's it. yeah. yeah, so it's pretty much, like, I got super lucky, um, because of that opportunity, because not a lot of people can, can, you know, mm-hmm. and it's crazy, because when, when I got the, the business, like, I didn't even have the money. Like, I didn't have, the, like, the full amount of money that he was asking for. I don't want to say the, the amount. But I was like, you know what? Like, all my life, my main goal was to open up a business since I was small. And, like, I didn't think that I would, like, transition into a, a, a girl's, you know. My thing was something else. There but, you. I mean, I took the opportunity and, you know, and, and it just it's been it's been good ever right. since yeah
3: so real quick dude i want to go back <laughs> up a little bit because you're 22 and you're talking about buying a business and i feel like to a lot of people after 22 you know they're finishing up with school or something like that or in the middle of school um but how did you come up with that where like were you saving did you already have money how did you come up with the money to buy a business because obviously you know whatever the sum was um you know it had to be pretty significant because you're buying a business so how how did you come up with that Okay so so
2: I I want to I want to tell you guys a quote that uh from a show that I watched uh Shark Tank you guys probably yeah, probably seen. Yeah. Okay Great so show. so so um the opp- the opportunity was there I took it and uh Mark Cuban says like uh what was the quote it's something like uh you know take the deal and figure it out later. Mm-hmm. You know so I took the deal he gave me the price and I was like he asked me so like, do you have the money and of course I didn't have the money yeah. but <laughs> I was like I have, he, he gave me one month to, 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 to you know, to figure, it out, to figure yeah. it out. And I was like, you know what, fuck it. Yeah, I do have the money. He's all like, I'll oh give yeah. it to you in a month. So I'm a very confident guy. And I was like, you know what? I, I, can, I can get the money, you know. That's so
0: bad. I got a month. I got a Countdown, month count and I'm going to do
2: it. So, so at that time, uh, Bitcoin was at 1800 to $2,000. And I had two of them. And I was making a good amount of money, and I sold I sold everything that I had. I, I sold all my Bitcoin, and I had uh, I had other other other, um, other currencies too, and I sold pretty much everything I, I had. I had a uh, I think around like maybe like fifteen thousand dollars worth of gold, uh-huh. and then. Uh, and then i asked my friends you know hey i'm going to open up a business and uh you know if you let me borrow 5000 i'll give you 6000 you know i made i made deals just to try to get all the money you mm-hmm. know and i did have some money saved up but it was just obviously not enough help. You, know, bit, you know it, it just to 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 and then i needed stuff to to buy more inventory um you know just reinvest in the business so yeah in a month i got all the money and paid the guy
3: and, and i haven't seen him ever since that's nuts, dude. So, uh, I mean, that, that was a lot of, that was like a lot of, like, I think like golden bits for the audience. So number one, um, I think the biggest thing is, like you said, the Mark Cuban thing, get the deal, commit later. That's something that we, we do all the time. So you fucking say yes. And then, you know, you figure that shit out. It's usually scary. <laughs> like On the go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Commit first and figure the rest out yeah. later. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so that <laughs> was, the, that was the number one thing. Number two, um, the Bitcoin thing. I think the Bitcoin played pulled it off. Right. Cause you said you bought it at what? Like 12, 14, 18.
2: Yeah. So. And, yeah, no, I sold it. I sold it at uh, for like fourteen
3: thousand. Yeah. Yeah, but well, you, you bought
2: it at, at fourteen thousand a coin. No, 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 no. I bought it. Uh-huh. I bought the coin when it was at two thousand. Okay. And I sold it when it was at fourteen. You bought Bitcoin 000. at two thousand, yeah, bro. Because this was what, what? Oh my 2017? god! Think this was Bitcoin.
1: It started so like popping. So, popping so until I bought like it
2: twenty twenty one. Yeah, I think I, bu- I, I bought it in two thousand sixteen, and I sold it two thousand seventeen. <sighs> so I got it. I got oh all my friends oh into yeah, it. Bitcoin. You know, i A lot of my friends made a decent amount of money. You know, and, and it's pretty. Quick it's lip. that that right there helped me. You know. A lot, you did know, I wow. actually don't in have any, not st- in the portfolio. <laughs> I, I invested, I invested, uh, I started re- reinvesting in 2000 and uh, right after COVID when it started going up again, mm. and uh, I sold it, I sold it, and then and then I just kind of didn't, I just didn't want to. Yeah, there was too much. Getting volatile yeah. a bit, yeah. Yeah, so I just kind of I, I took it out of my portfolio. So it's not a.
3: That's that's weird. I mean, that Bitcoin play I worked out. I'm sure there's a lot of people in that same position where they, you know, they they, they flip the Bitcoin. I mean, you made what, like 10, 12 k on on every coin. Yeah. Not, it's yeah. Not over so a year, that's not a bad. It's not the bad craziest
0: turn. part, bro, is that's a perfect example like sometimes people hold on to things too too long, right? And that's yeah, a perfect yeah. example of like flipping flipping an investment you had another investment bro some people i feel like flip it's super easy to flip um flip an investment into maybe a liability into like a car or buy a nice watch or yeah, something there bro we go. but yeah. talk about a little bit about how that decision you know to flip your investment like that into another investment that's going to generate you more cash flow like it is right now
2: so i mean it's kind of a, a entrepreneurial thing you know like it's kind of like it's always uh you're always uh, constantly investing in, in other, you know, you kind of want to like just keep growing, growing. And, and you. that's when you start investing in, in other uh, ideas or, or, you know, just always hustling. It's, it's kind of like a hustler thing. You know, it's always hustling, always looking for the next big mm-hmm. thing. You know, if you can make a couple, a couple, even a couple hundred bucks, you know, it doesn't have to be a big amount, you know, why not? You know, why not? Like, you know, sometimes you get a good deal on a car that's worth, you know, $5,000, the guy's, you know, the guy's not doing too good. He needs money, 5000 and you sell it for ten. you just made $5,000, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it, it's not a big, it's not, like, huge investments, but those, you know, it's what kind of, you know, like, strap, straps you to for, for bigger things, you know. It's that mindset behind it's it. It's a mindset, you
0: know, always hustling, always looking for deals. Staying you know? hungry, yeah. constantly yeah. making Stacking wins, Exactly, yeah. Compounds over time. Yeah, there we go. That's money, bro. And so, obviously, like, you're doing really well, bro. Like, your stores it looks badass, yeah, but like to, you, to put it frank. You. So tell us a little bit about as well, like this is not the most common male industry, right? Like usually the fashion industry, the boutique industry is really dominated by mainly women, like females, right? So tell us a little bit about how you become so successful and how you stay successful being a male in, in a mainly female-dominated industry.
2: Well, when, when I first uh, got, the, got the, um, the business, I didn't really know too much of, about the fashion side of things you know i know i i knew about the the business side of it it's just kind of like over time you learn like okay like this this uh, outfit uh is in right now you know you i have to look at influencers all the time you know like okay like kylie jenner just wear this dress for this for this med gala or whatever and you kind of have to know okay this style is gonna be trending for like the next three months so that's when you you know like you kind of have to be on 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 it you know and you have to know your customers too that's money bro as as times as the years went by i um you know i started following all these pages you know all these influencers all this fashion you know uh, um and it's just kind of like natural to me like okay i know this dress is going to sell i'm going to order it i'm going to order big or or sometimes i know certain <clears throat> certain products will sell more than others and it's just kind of like it's um it just kind of natural it just mm-hmm. kind of flows you know
1: you feel like over time you kind of figured out like what's gonna pop off a little bit. Yeah,
2: yeah. So it's kind of and and sometimes it's it's okay to take those risks. Like, oh, you know what? It's a li- this stress might be a little edgy, but you know what? I want my brand to know that I have I sell edgy stuff for certain. You know, kind of kind of everything. Yeah, that, that diversity. Kinda keep, keep them like you know like oh damn, this is this is crazy. This is something new. You know. So do you have anybody else? Like, do you outsource?
1: when it comes to like trending stuff like that or do you do it on your own like do you have someone that like you go to like hey what kind of dresses are going to be up next what kind so, of like, so shoes i mean I I i'm
2: at the very small like the, the the small like level of of the the industry so i kind of i'm kind of like a one-man team you know i have i have good employees whatever but and when it comes to picking the the the, the designs and stuff like that mm-hmm. um i pretty much pick pick Pretty a hundred percent of of the stuff, and um I kind of know already. Okay, like you know what, um, th- this is in this colors in like because in in the fashion industry, it's about colors, seasons, cer- right? Seasons. Like certain seasons
1: have c- certain c- colors. Yeah, like, like
2: certain cer- yeah uh, designs. Sometimes you know, like back in the days, like you know, the stripe was in or the polka dots. Uh-huh. You know, it's just it, you have to know like what's what type of print is in you know it that's very uh it's you have to know your stuff and stand like know? ahead of the curve yeah, basically there too we go, huh? yeah yeah
1: do you feel like a lot of it is based off like geographically like cert- like girls in this area like certain things versus like girls in LA would like something different or do you think that yeah, comes so, into play yeah so
2: i feel like the f- the the main um like it starts off in the bigger cities mm-hmm. and then in LA it's it's very edgy edgy uh they wear a lot of uh, um edgy stuff so right here in the valley it's, it's more conservative more a little bit you know they're not showing that much you know a little yeah bit exactly more con- every uh region has its own st- style of yeah okay yeah. that makes sense yeah so it's just kind of you know like if say i would open up a store in uh bakersfield you know maybe maybe the the i would have to study a little bit you know like you know uh what type of what type of outfits they wear or you know stuff like that mm-hmm, that know? makes sense Yeah. yeah so it's kind of you kind of have to know like the regions and and what what's in in the in the like that area, the area basically? Yeah, because yeah. it, it, it it does vary. Yeah. How,
0: how do you deal with like a product that flops? So is, has there ever been a time where it's like you thought something was gonna hit, and it just bombed, like it didn't really sell.
2: My turnaround time for a product is maybe uh, two three weeks. Damn, that's quick. It's quick. So so and I do I do they do sell like in in that time. After that, if I see something's not moving, I drop it down. I, I always I want my customer every time they come um to see something new. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want I don't wanna stay stale and you know, I, I like switching up and that's I think that's something that I have that that other stores don't have that that um that kind of d- differentiates, you know. Like, I'm di- I'm a little different than than other stores, you know. It's but like you're more like in tune. Yeah, kind of with more, like
1: yeah. the aspect of like yeah. fashion and everything yeah. and what's in. Social
2: media is a big part too. You know, you have to be on the on the, on the homework. Social media, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Talk yeah. about the day to day, bro. Like, just from talking about it, like I know you said you like to have everything new. The turnaround time super quick. So, in my head, I imagine like. It's it's a lot of work, bro. To keep up with the trends, you're keeping up with the shelf life, you're keeping up with your employees. So talk about your like typical day to day, bro. Um, working. I hear a blush.
2: I come and I pretty much look at okay, what what has been selling, what we need a drop in price, what needs to change. You know, move stuff around. Um, it's always good to to a lot of people that are successful. Um. Or some people, I'm not going to say a lot of people, but some people, they, they just think, like, okay, it's doing fine. You know, like, I don't have to be there or whatever. But I, I'm one of those that, that needs to be here every single day checking, like, hey, you know what, uh, these have been here for, for, for three weeks, for a month. We need to drop them or put them on the front. Or, you know, it's constantly always evolving. You know, your store needs to evolve all, every single time. You know, and it's kind of, since I'm here, uh, the employees they 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 um, they try a little bit more like oh the boss is here uh, let's uh, let's you know because if you're not here most of the time the employees are gonna do whatever the hell they want you know mm-hmm. and it's kind of you know you kind of have <laughs> to keep track of that but not saying my employees do that but <laughs> it's shots right watch, now they're probably gonna watch this no I, I don't <laughs> <mean honest. laughs> if you're this watching this right now you brand work brand here yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he
0: sees you took an extra long break <laughs> righty bro so on the topic the same topic of employees. I know a lot of business owners are going to be watching this podcast. People may be looking to start a business later. So how do you spot and hire a good employee? And then on the same note, how do you spot a bad employee? Okay, so pretty much, like,
2: I mean, this is a part-time, you know, part-time job. It's not a big, big, you know, like, I'm not paying them 100 an hour or whatever. But, I mean, it's just kind of, um, since it's in the retail side of it, um, it's kind of, they have to be friendly, you know, they have to smile, you know, when I'm doing the interview, they have to, you know, they have to be kind of talkative. That way, like, if they're talkative to me, then they might be talkative to the customer, help the customer out. Because sometimes in the fashion industry, um, especially like when a girl does needs like opinions, that that helps, you know, sells, you know, it helps sell. So I look at that. Those are good
0: qualities, okay. bro. So they have customer service, friendly, yeah, customer, on time. Customer,
2: yeah, customer service, um. You know, if they show up to, to the interview late, that's I will not hire them. Um, it's kind of, uh, for me, it's more of a, like, th- um, I usually, most of
3: the girls that I hire, they're college students, you know, it's kind of the part-time. One of, like, your chess moves that I, I think, like, I really liked, um, just from the outside point of view, like, business-wise, was you use, like, local influencers. So I, I think a lot of businesses don't use that. So how did you come up with the idea to use local influencers, and how did, can you talk a little bit about that strategy? Okay, so, so I mean, the
2: fashion it's not necessarily like what's the prettiest or, or what's the like you know well, definitely uh, not about looking the best because like drops like the,
1: drops some, like the secret or like the most yeah. important part yeah
2: so where trends come from is when um and it can come to a very low level like a high school like um one high school might 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 be like a certain trend where like you know certain shoes are, are popular and it all it takes is one popular popular kid to wear it and everybody's gonna wear it, you know. It's mm-hmm. always the popular people that, that set those trends. That set the trends you uh-huh. know, so going back to to where I mentioned Kylie Kylie, Kylie Jenner with her, um, you know. Sh- She's a big, big uh, impact on on this industry. Kim Kardashian and and um, their, you know, all these influencers, all these, you know, A list uh, celebrities, they make a huge impact on what we sell here and and you know, or all over the world actually. So we're
1: saying it's just constantly on Kylie's just looking, huh? Not, <laughs>
2: oh, what we not next? Not, what next? <laughs> not necessarily, but um, you know, you have to be if if you're in the fashion industry, you have to be on top of the latest trends. You mm-hmm. know, you know, like um. This year a certain color might be trending, and then next year it, it's gonna oh that it faded it faded off you know it was you know so you kind of have to be on on the on the influencer side of it. Have you been to any fashion shows or anything like that since I, getting I, into this industry? Okay, so I go to uh the the clothing um expos in um in Vegas. Uh-huh. So it's pretty much. Anybody that has like you know the the a big store or like you know other other a brands they go right there you know you see Levi's you see Calvin Klein, um Tommy you know, um everybody that that's there they go right there. I have not been to like an actual like fashion when they're they're walking, but I I go to the to the to the clothing uh, expos that yeah. they go to. That yeah, makes sense. so okay. it's kind of you know it's kind of the, it's the business side of it you know the business mm. side of of the of the and the industry you know fa- the the fashion side of it is is more of the of the shows of the the runway shows the runway also. shows yeah i went s-
1: to one and i feel like they just wear like the most unwearable things to see how you could wear it yeah Like, so oh, how are we going to wear this water hose so while yeah balancing. so i mean like <laughs> a,
2: a, a lot of designer <laughs> yeah. stuff is kind of very very uh niche and very um edgy which like not a lot of people wear it, and, and especially spend you know Racks Racks on it You know They're not gonna ball out On something where like You know But I mean I feel they use They use those 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 uh, fashion shows Not necessarily to sell Those products But to grow their 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 brand You know Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily like You know Like this dress Like oh We need to sell A thousand of them Or a hundred thousand of them Whatever It's more of like Okay like Gucci, you know, like it's just kind of building like, the brand, making yeah. more, you know. So it's I like almost like competing with other brands yeah, too, right? Yeah. Like if you have a really good show versus, like let's say Gucci does better, and then like Tom Ford doesn't or whatever. Like say like Louis Vuitton. Um, so their main like I'm pretty sure like maybe sixty percent of their sales is from wallets, shoes. You know, it's not from dresses. You mm-hmm. know, it's 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 what. But in order for them to have those sales, they have to make you know. And create a, a a brand, and that's when it goes back to the to the crazy outfits, and you know
0: and that's cool. I, I like how you said because that whole that whole example too about like the popular kid wearing it in school, and that's all it takes. I feel like that's big, bro. Because if you look at the bigger brands, like you're talking about, what I've seen is like the Balenciaga before, like pre yeah. pre crazy stuff going on, right? <laughs> uh, the Louis Vuitton, all these big brands, but They usually have like a big influencer that they 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 see wear things, and everyone wears it. You know what I mean? So. Um, that was the case with Fashion Nova, right, with with Kylie Jenner, and she was one of the first ones to wear it. And I think after, it wasn't even that big of a brand, but after Kylie Jenner wore it, it was a big thing. Yeah,
2: so, so Fashion Nova only has, I think they have, um, they have, I think, four four retail spots and then
0: uh, everything else is online but
2: but they're doing a billion in sales a year yeah so smart so do
0: you think it's more of like the clothing brand or do you think it's more of the appearance on how it's perceived like who's wearing the clothing brand who's promoting it yeah
2: most of it most of it is is like uh, girls, girls have this mindset where it's like, oh, like you shop there, like ill, you know, or, or they'll be like, um, oh, you know, I only get my stuff from from this store, you know, because it's nice. It's it's like it's, the name know. of it, the <laughs> name of it, yeah. That that's sense, what yeah. they usually, yeah. That's what they're usually like. Because there's not
0: a big difference in quality, right? From like Louis Vuitton, all this stuff compared to, I mean, other brands, right? There's not a big drop. There's
2: not a. There's not a big. It's it's just the 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 name. Yeah, it's just mostly the name. But, um, I mean, there is, they do use a little bit better quality, but I don't think it's, you know, a big change from, from, Mm -hmm. from decent brands. Yeah.
1: I heard you have influencers that you use to push your store or I guess to market it. How did you like get into that? And how did you find like the people that you wanted to be that for you? I guess. Okay. So,
2: so I kind of, I was kind of looking at, uh, who was a popular, uh, girls from, from around, uh, you know, the. Cause I, I don't want to look for someone from LA or from you know Who I mean here here because I mean I'm I'm a small I'm a small you know uh, story you know whatever but um I kind of want like looking at okay like who's the popular people who's the one that's like you know people like always talking about you know and then just reaching out and saying hey um you want a model or you want a free clothes or you know and then just tag just tag the business you know and it's kind of it builds like okay the this organic following yes and it's and it's not it's not Super expensive too, you know. It's it's cheaper than than putting an ad somewhere or you know. putting it like a, most yeah. people want
1: like free clothes and stuff, right? Too yeah, So like
2: so my, my marketing is pr- uh, right now it's like ninety percent online social media, you know. Mm. And and I feel it's more it's more uh, it's more useful. It's 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 uh, you get more results that way, you know. Mm. Could reach a larger audience uh, too. Larger I feel. audience, yeah. And then I do have some some uh, influencers from from other um, other uh, cities, you know, LA, because I do sell on e-commerce, you know, online, and um, we do try to reach a certain like areas, um, and uh, we send them free clothes, you know, uh, free clothes, and they try they try it out or. Or um and they, they just tag you know they just tag and it just keeps getting followers you know a couple followers here and there it just keeps adding up you know compounds and over time and and you and you're getting sales from it too mm-hmm. which is the best part you know so it's pretty much like okay yeah I'm 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 I might be paying this girl hundred bucks but I'm getting two hundred dollars in sales mm-hmm. and I'm getting more you know bigger audience you know yeah bigger, you're driving bigger. the audience in yeah so it's you know. so I
1: had a question too so you were talking about the e-commerce thing do you like do it through Shopify or do you have your own website or how does that work for you so yeah.
2: I, I do Shopify you know, Shopify is it's pretty, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty, uh, easy to use, you know, I've been using it for, for, for five years already. Um, and I mean, it's been growing over time, you know, and it's kind of, I've been kind of updating and it's, I'm not a very big tech guy, but I've, I've learned how to like, you know, do a little bit of, you know, of, of, uh, new, new, um, strategies, you mm-hmm. know, and stuff like that yeah, Shopify is the 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 page I use. Yeah.
1: Are you getting more money in like through online sales or through like in person? Would you say like storefront? So right now,
2: I mean, th- we do very good in in store, mm-hmm. but my my e commerce is growing around two hundred, three hundred percent a year. Oh wow! So so um, you know, our online is 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 uh, is growing, and that's that's my main thing. You know, I just want to online. It's easier. You don't have to you know create all these stores from you know and 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 it's kind of it's kind of uh easier and it's more uh the cash flow is better you know it's just the margins might be slimmer you know because it's very competitive but um it's it's the way to go yeah Yeah, you can sell more quantity quality
3: yeah Yeah, yeah.
2: so i think it's really good
3: so dude with that being said um you know because i was gonna ask you that next you know the overhead obviously that's a big thing whenever you have a brick and mortar so in the future what are your plans for blush for the future do you want to keep you want to Shift away from maybe have like a couple of like key like brick and mortar, and then have more online, or what? What are your plans for for the for blush? So so my plans are to grow the to grow the the website. You know,
2: get, um, so far I've shipped to maybe like forty states. I kind of want to keep keep that growing, but at the same time, kind of open up. You know, kind of make make the the brand a little bit more solid. Mm. That way, I can. Uh, the online business can you know have more credit because I mean <coughs> you know there's thousands of, of clothing uh, stores in uh, online mm-hmm. so um, kind of have more credit more more of a base you know like people are going to look at my page and they can be like well damn they have like three four stores in the valley or maybe six of them you know and it's kind of like uh, I mean it's just multiple sources of income that that is very important to to a business's life you know and it boosts that credibility too yeah, I feel yeah, there we when go, they see yeah. you
1: scale like
3: that too throughout the valley they're like they're yeah. happy to be a reason you kind of have to you have to you kind of have to grow in all directions you know so dude, um i know you you've had like a few like key lessons that you kind of share with the audience here um kind of like that's one of them you know you, you don't want to kind of like put all your eggs in one basket especially if you're a business you want to have you want to have you want to create revenue for multiple you know parts of the business um when it comes to stuff like that man all the all the business knowledge you've had um i, I know you went to school and you, you went to business um, but also you had a dad that's been in business, you know, for, I mean, probably longer than I've been alive, you know? Um, so when it comes to like the business game, the business knowledge, obviously right now, you now you're seasoned, you know, but when you were new, man, um, wh- where did that a lot of, wh- where did that knowledge come from? Did, did you go to your dad a lot? Did you go back to the stuff you learned in school? Um, how, 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 how was that process? In the knowledge part, you kind of
2: grow it over time. Um, I I was a manager at one of my dad's uh, businesses, so I kind of knew like you know what it was to manage employees, um, make orders, you know uh, the profits. You know, I it, I already knew that. Um, I did go to school, and um, I I went to school thinking that I knew everything about business, but you do definitely learn stuff where if you wouldn't have gone you would have like to this day i probably would have you know Mm -hmm. not known you know certain stuff Mm -hmm. um it did help a lot and i didn't meet a lot of people um was going to school your choice
0: or was it like something your dad said you had to go to school
2: no no my dad my dad uh nobody forced me to go i um i actually went i just went because i don't know i just wanted to go um my dad actually got expelled when he, his 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 uh, highest level of education is sixth grade. He got expelled. He was a big, you know, uh, he's from Mexico. He he came over here when he was fifteen, um, and I mean.
0: He's a multimillionaire now. Like, Expelled sixth know. grade. Yeah. <laughs> multimillionaire for ditching, that's the for ditching that's going part <laughs> He knew
3: where he wanted <laughs> to that's
0: be. At. Legit. That's interesting though, bro. Because I feel like most of the time, especially when you had family and business, there's two different ways you can go, right? Like where I've seen people where if their family owns businesses, they go the complete opposite where they they run for business because that's kind of something they've heard of their their entire life. And then other people like like yourself, you know, like it's a familiar thing that you grew up talking yeah. about at Thanksgiving, you know, business. So
2: the thing the thing that that I have noticed too is that um it kind of takes like because i was my dad would i would be i would get a good salary i would be getting good money but the thing is i wanted to do something on my own you know i could have easily been working for him but i wanted i didn't want nobody telling me what to do i wanted my own money you know like everything on, on me so i jumped out of out of uh out of my way to, You know to I actually went Like I didn't even tell him That I was gonna buy the store And he actually Didn't take it too Too well He um He wanted to kick me Out of the house He wanted He He, he didn't want to disown me But some, Something similar yeah. Cause I was gonna leave The family business
0: Do you think he wanted you To like take over his And that's why he got so he upset He
2: wanted I think he he wanted yeah he wanted me me to be in charge of of his you
0: know mm. his business
2: and and I mean I didn't mind that but it, I kind of wanted to do something on my own you know and he's probably like yeah hey, I've been priming you for twenty two years yeah, twenty years you yeah know what I mean? so it's kind of like I, it, it 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 was a big choice because not only was it the the financial part of it but it was my my dad thinking okay he might kick me out of the house because I'm I want to you know I want to leave the family business I want to do this and um. I, I told him, I was like, you know what, like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, and it was a big, you know, I stopped talking to my dad for like maybe like a year, you know, it was just dang a whole year straight. No, yeah. No, like, no, talking no yeah. Because you know, my dad's, he has his, his ways, you know, you know, how <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, but it's, 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 uh it was, it was kind of difficult, but um I kind of, you know, bootstrapped everything and, and, and just
0: try to stay positive. What's some advice you would give someone on how to get over their parents opinion. Okay, um the thing is your parents they,
2: they're going to tell you stuff um that they kind of they they want you to do, but I mean, do you want to live their 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 life or you want to make your own path, you know? And it, I I understand it's kind of difficult sometimes, maybe the financial part of it too. But um I say just, you know, just do what's going to make you happy at the end of the day, you know? And and if you have an opportunity and, and just take it, you know. What's the worst that can happen? It's like, you know, your parents are not going to disown you. You're not going to, you know. They might get mad or, or they might, you know, uh, tell you otherwise. But, I mean, I say you just, just go for it and and uh, try, try new things, man. That's it.
3: Were you living at that time where you weren't talking to him? Like, were you living with him?
2: Yeah, so so <laughs> I've paid rent um, since I could remember. Probably, like, freshman in high school. Like I, I would have to work in the after after school, um, to pay to pay rent, and when I he found out that that I I, um, I was gonna open up the, this business, you know where I bought it, uh, he actually wanted to charge me like double than than, and I actually did pay him. He yeah, I was paying seven hundred dollars a month
3: of rent. For Your room for yeah. my one room, <laughs> <laughs> and like, like your childhood room, too. Like your childhood, I couldn't
2: like bring people over. I couldn't, like, it was just uh, like you know, it was, it was he like put strict. The restraints on you, yeah. Like, it's kind of like he, he like he kind of like you, like, you know, he kind of wanted kind of to kick me out, but like, you know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't you know. want to
1: te- like, do you he, feel like you benefited from being tested like that, though? Because you it, had to
2: it, stick by your gut. That, that that's a good question because you know what as 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 a, as a you do benefit extremely because you learn okay like life's a bitch and you have to kind of you know adapt to 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 situations like that you know like I was a, I was a seventeen and he was charging me rent so I had to figure out you know I have to pay I have to pay rent. You, know, you said it, you were
1: doing that since freshman. Yeah, though. freshman. <laughs> that's yeah, well, that's the, crazy. The, the, for me.
2: Charging my kid tomorrow, she's free. <laughs> yeah. So for me, for me, it wasn't a a, a big thing because I always had a job, you know, because mm-hmm. of his, I would work with them. But I still had to pay, you know. So I'm pretty w- working for free, you know. But all this responsibility of paying rent at a young age, it, it like when you actually have to pay, it, it's a piece of cake, you know, because you've been doing that for so long for so long it's like okay like he like trained you yeah, to be like, ready uh, for that's nothing you know like i you know so it kind of it kind of teaches you um uh the 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 responsibility of, of being an adult being a man you know taking care of your shit you know mm-hmm. so it's kind of it, i do appreciate that that fact and it kind of made me who i am and um i'm not you know it's stuff where like i'm not scared to lose my money on on a business or it's kind of It comes from him you know it comes mm-hmm. from 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 that how he was with yeah, you and how he yeah, raised yeah. you. I, how think, I was raised, yeah.
0: Dude, I think that's really big because I've seen like a lot of business owners or different people where if their kids, like people I went to high school with, right, for example, yeah. they grew up with like a super big silver spoon where their par- their parents did well, they owned a business, they had a car, they paid for their house for them, they paid for they paid for everything for them mm-hmm. and I feel like eventually it kind of crippled them a little bit where now in the real life, once you get socked in the mouth, you know, like life comes and yeah, throws some stuff your way.
2: Once you get hit, you don't know what to do anymore. Yeah, they have
0: no idea what to do so I feel like that probably helped you out a lot, bro. Yeah, it did. and then,
2: And then my dad would always like. Uh, I remember he got us this piggy bank when we were small, and it was like a little bull. You know how you know <laughs> we're Mexican, so we have this <laughs> this animal called piggy banks el toro. <laughs> and uh, we be, we I I probably had that for maybe 15 years, and it was all savings. Yeah. So I, like a, any um, money that he would give us, like for for food or whatever, like he would just tell us whatever you can save it, and and I bought my first car off that, you know, pretty much my life savings from when I was little, you know, um, I, I, I used to purchase my, my, my first car. It was, it was like probably like 6,000, 7,000, you know, but I was uh, 6, 17. So I, I mean, you know, that was still, I, I was fresh out of high school, you know, so that kind of jumped Jumped my uh my uh, knowledge a little bit, you know, and it kind of boosted me for 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 success, you know, mm-hmm. because I don't have to be struggling. I have to look for a job to find a car, you know, asking for rides. It's kind of something where you kind of you kind of learn when you're small, and it kind of guides you of the you know. Of the financial side of, of life, yeah, that's big. So, yeah. he like
1: taught you, like, literally the value of a dollar, yeah, yeah. and how to like appreciate it. Yeah. Like you said, with the other people that like, get like the silver spoon, they don't really appreciate the money, they didn't have to work for it. You know, what it's mean? hard, so bro.
0: When to them. you don't know that, like you said, you don't know the value of the dollar, and you don't know what it buys. You don't know when rent comes for the first, you know, you don't know, like, oh, should I, I may have a thousand bucks in my bank account, but like. You rent a thousand bucks on the first. So, so you
1: really don't have yeah, that. Cause yeah. Cause if you're used to
0: spending that, like, Oh, I got a thousand bucks. I can go out to eat. I can go out with my friends. Right. But like you have no bills at all. That's an entirely different mentality, entirely different way. You look at your bank account from like when you have <laughs> rents coming on the first, like that's huge. Mm-hmm.
2: Like, I feel that a lot of people that start businesses, they don't have that quality and they just think it's like, Oh, uh, uh, it's easy. We'll make a. We'll open up a clothing store. You know, uh, good on paper. It, it looks, looks good on paper. Sounds the, good. You know, good plan. Uh, mm-hmm. He's making a lot of money, and then they don't really know the business side of it and the little details like when the it comes ups and the down the yeah. risk, yeah. right? And, and the yeah. risk and 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 they fell, you know, because they thought it was a piece of cake. And there's a lot of little details you need to know, and a lot of a lot of uh, different mm-hmm. stuff. You know, where it's very important.
0: Uh, I'm a firm believer, bro, in that, especially for any business, like especially for this one, that. It's always super fun the first month, right? Like the first month you have the grand opening, you maybe have a ribbon cutting or something like that. But once month two comes and month three comes and you're like six months in and maybe you don't have the sales you expected to have, right? That's when I feel like a real business owner, a real entrepreneur gets tested where they're like, oh fuck, like it's not as good as I thought it was going to be at, at the beginning. But eventually, right? Like the more you stick it out, the more reputable brand you build, the better success is going to come but that first couple months is not easy
2: yeah it's 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 not easy and, and that's where uh, preparation comes you know you you have to be prepared when you get sucked in the face you know it, it's kind of um it actually happened to me um 2019 i opened up a uh a, a separate um a business and um, 4 months later covid hit so i was shut down for you know i spent uh, roughly around uh maybe $80,000 on making building uh, a new store and um, COVID hit and I was barely, you know, starting to, you know, see, see, see good numbers. And then I was shut down for four months. The government made a shutdown and it just like sales just went, you know, Downhill for a whole year, I, you know. I had to pay. I had to pay. Um, I had to pay a lot of rent, and they didn't like, you know. And it's tough. And I. And unfortunately, I had. To, I had. To, I had to close that down. So I took a big loss. But I mean, the thing is, it's stuff that that uh that you learn you learn from so next business that I make okay like I did this wrong I did this wrong mm-hmm. and 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 you have to uh you have to uh kind of adapt to to certain situations and it's I mean that's part of the business yeah
0: did you ever have that feeling bro growing up where it was like you felt like you were in your your father's shadow and you wanted to break out a little bit or how yeah, did that work? so
2: I mean I feel like like um uh people do like become shadows of, of the parents, um, it's, my dad's has been very successful and it's going to be, it's going to be a tough to, 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 um, overcome like his success. I feel like I can make it.
0: Was there like a, was there like pressure there you think to, to live um, up to it? Maybe
2: not, maybe not pressure because I, I'm pretty good under pressure and I feel like it's more of a, com- not a competition, but, um, it's kind of like, um, you know, in business, it's always about the winner, you know, and it's kind of like who's going to, you know, but um, at the end of the day, like I just like since I separated from him, he does his own thing. I do my thing and, and like, you know, it's kind of our our relationship did get better. Um, we do where, you know, and he now he does like look up to me. He's
0: he's tells me he's proud of me, you know, stuff like that. So it's kind of. Yeah, that's big, bro. So people at home. If you're not getting along with your parents right now, or you're not getting along with your children and they start they did something you maybe don't like, there's hope, right? <laughs> like, yeah, so so <laughs> the
2: relationships over time with your parents, the only gets better, especially like when you don't depend on them, they don't depend on you, you know, it, it's always it's always going to get I I feel in my, in my in my situation, it's gonna get better. You know, you mature a little bit more. You know, you start your own family, and and it does get it, the relationship with your parents mm-hmm. do. I feel as time gets, you know. Yeah, that's does, money. It does, yeah. Dude, do you feel
0: like there's more pressure on someone? to do well in life if their parents were were successful already or if they're no success at all. So
2: I, there is more pressure because people like look at our, our family like okay like it's all about business and this and that. And I mean it, it sucks when like one of the one of um you know my brothers or sister or whatever um is not as successful or or you know and it does build that little bit of like okay like it kind of puts you on like a you know
0: you have to love to like the
2: family yeah yeah yeah. so so it's kind of it's it's for me it's pretty good because it's kind of keeping you like okay like i have to be at a a certain level and i have to you know i have to try try more to you know to be a motivation for you it's motivation yeah i can't mess up
0: yeah
1: Yeah,
2: make my dad look bad yeah
1: there we go i think at
0: the end of the day bro it goes back to kind of what you said earlier right in the sense where whatever you're doing like Living up to something or not, as long as you're happy, as yeah. long as you really like what you're doing, that's what matters, you know, 'cause if you if you're like living up to success but you're miserable, chances are you're yeah. not gonna sustain that yeah. success yeah, for a long whole, time. The,
2: the whole point is happiness. You know, there's a l I mean business not for everybody, you know. You can go other routes. It's not like, you know, it's not business is not like the fun, you know, it's not the easiest thing <laughs> to do either. Yeah. But um but I mean just, just do what's gonna make you happy and you know, it's
0: just go from there. Next, we have, a, we have a segment, bro, uh, in the All Aces podcast. It's our signature that we have. Um, where There's a new thing going on right now. I'm not sure if you heard about it. It's called ChatGPT. Um, ChatGPT, I'm going to let Dan tell us a little bit about it, but it's our signature segment, and we're going to cut to it right now. So tell us about the ChatGPT All Aces segment, yeah. All
3: right, so ChatGPT, if you don't know, it's basically an, a bot. It's a bot. It's an AI bot, and you can ask it whatever you want, and it's gonna give you an answer. So we're gonna do it right now. Um, we're gonna ask it to give us three questions um, for somebody that's in the fashion industry and owns a uh, owns a retail store, and you know we're gonna tell them we're in a podcast, and we wanna come up with three questions. So we're gonna see what it gives us. So let me let me type it. It's the end of the
1: world, is what it is.
3: <laughs> Once these things start thinking for themselves, it's a wrap for us. All right, so we gave Chad GPT the prompt. Can you give me three questions for a podcast in which the guest is an owner of a fashion boutique? Number one, number one question is, what's the biggest challenge in the fashion industry? So the biggest challenge would be um, the trends, you know, what's
2: in, what's not in. Um, I think that, that'll that that'll cover that, that, that question. But um, there's other challenges besides, um, you know, sometimes a product may sell um, extremely well. And then you only order a certain product, so you lose
3: out on those sales. And question number two from uh, our homie ChatGPT: What's the thing you enjoy the most about being in the fashion industry? So the the um
2: com- to be completely honest, it's uh the money is very good. Um. <laughs> That's like so to the point. Hey, Read like like on. I'm not gonna money. sugarcoat right. Like you said the earlier, though, the, the, the reason money.
3: why you go in business to make profit.
2: Yeah, I mean, the the whole goal of of any business should be the the. the the profit, you know, you have to make, you have to make profit. If not, it's just a hobby and should, or losing money and losing time. But I mean, I do enjoy, you know, seeing the new styles, the trends, you know, uh, it feel it, it's like, it's kind of like a kid that like you have, like owning a business, you know, you have to take care of it. You have to feed it. You have to, you know, and that's, that's, <laughs> that's the whole, that's the whole thing. You know, it's kind of a lifestyle that, that you live. You know, it's nobody's telling you what to do. You kind of, you know, it's it's a good lifestyle to have.
3: I'm uh, glad you're not afraid to say because I feel like some people they'll just kind of beat around the bush. Yeah, when everybody knows you're a business right? for money, bro. You're a That's for money. oh, I just
2: love fashion so much because no. it just speaks to me. Yeah, I mean, there's good money. You
3: know, girls love
2: shopping. Like it's it girls, they're like addicted to that. There's I literally have customers that they'll be here out of seven days. They'll probably be get uh, be here five days. So it's, it's, it's insane. Like when I first bought this, this business, I thought that, okay, like a girls, you know, us guys, we might shop maybe like once a month or once every two months or three, whatever girls shop once a week, bro. That's crazy. It's insane. Like, like once I started like finding out that these girls are like, Obsessed with shopping, and they need new outfits every single bro, time even they go I, out. When they're at home
1: on their phones, bro, half the time they're mm. like shopping. Yeah,
3: like <laughs> it's yeah. kind of crazy how much
2: women shop. Like yeah, it's so insane. it's it's you know it's a it's a win win for both of us. You know, I I supply the the, the, the <laughs> that itch the I look, they come in so every day. I'm a day. day trader and a drug dealer at the same
0: time. It's <laughs> <What laughs> a fashion industry. There you go. <laughs> <do you laughs>
2: <you do> <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's good okay and last question from, from chat GPT can you share any insights or tips for individuals looking to start their own fashion boutique so one um, one good advice is start off small you know
2: um What's trending? There's a it's it's been it's been uh, trending for a couple of years now. Uh, these pop up events, um, you see a lot of these boutiques. They have you know a couple products, and then they start doing more. And you know, I I feel that's a great way to start a, a, a boutique, and um, uh, the opportunity is there. You know, um, and it's just kind of you can um, apply the online stuff to it. And, you know, it goes hand-in-hand hand and just kind of grow it like that, you know, and the opportunities will come and, you know, soon you'll have enough money to maybe uh, lease out a, a building and then if it's too small, then, you know, it just keeps growing. It's It all starts from the bottom, you know. You can't start off really big and try to, you know, oh, I'm opening up a, a store at the mall, you know, because it's it's really hard, you know, but um, I say you start off small, you know, these these pop-up events are really good, you um, Instagram is super easy. You know, it's, it's super helpful. You can sell a lot of things online and, um, it's just, the whole point is to start, you know, that's the, that's the main goal too, that I, that I'll tell my the people. Yeah.
3: Well, there you have it. Shout out ChadGPT, open AI. <laughs> I'm still waiting for my sponsorship check. Came clutch again. Um, it came clutch again, man. It's, 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 a, it's a vital it. scares us
0: every time, bro. Like how good and how on point these questions <laughs> are. Like it, it's a little frightening, you know, ChadGPT. Wait till that stuff becomes self-aware. Well, I, I think for us, bro, since you're one of our boys, we've known you for a while already. Like I'm sure we could talk all night, bro. And we yeah. really appreciate you coming on the podcast. And, um, you know, I know that everyone at home listening to the story today probably could benefit from everything you spoke about today. Um, there's so many good stuff that you mentioned about your story, about not giving up, um, about business and life lessons. Right. But, um, I want to wrap it up with uh, one final signature question that we always ask here at the All Aces podcast. And it's more of like a situational base. So, um, The last question we ask is picture like young taps, right? Like young taps, maybe five or six years old, or maybe a little like maybe 10 or 13, right? Before business, like pre-business, pre-success taps. And I want you to picture yourself there. And what's something you would tell young taps now, a couple years later, right? Like now everyone sees the success now that you've made it, you know, and you're on the road to making it. What's something you would tell young taps on how to get them through those tough times, like when you're growing up?
2: Um, I think, I think it's just like, my main focus is, uh, um, happiness, you know, like, and, uh, cause I mean, at the end of the day, if, if, if uh, if you have this, you know, this businesses and this and that, the cars, you know, it's, it's nothing without happiness. So it's kind of, um, I feel I would tell myself just do what's going to make you healthy and f- make you feel happy you know like if uh i actually had a, a bar and i was making good money it's fun and everything but it just wasn't making me you know happy and i had uh, you know i i sold it and it's just you know but um that's a good that's a good question
0: no you answered it perfect but i think it's, yeah. it's that's probably one of the most important things of life right and i feel like Maybe someone can take for granted, right? Especially once you're getting a lot of money and it's fun when you make money, right? But yeah. at the end of the day, for how long, right? Like yeah. how long is it really going to be fun? How long is the brand new car really going to stay like brand new in your head, right?
2: Yeah, a lot of people a lot of people think like, oh, once I get that Corvette, once I get that nice car, the truck, whatever, um, that's the happiness. And, and I've been through that, you know, like my dream car was a Corvette. I've had two now and I, and and I feel like that's like okay like so what like you got a car you got a nice car you're the dream car you've always dreamed of and you have it and like what's next like this is it like you know it's kind of like it feels like it doesn't f- f- fulfill you you as as a uh, as a person you know it's just kind of like you just kind of have to wake up and be happy and you know be happy with what you do you know and that's pr- that's what I would tell everybody else you know
0: yeah, that's important, But I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm sure a lot of people at home can benefit from the same thing, and maybe they're going through a lot of the same similar struggles we talked about today, man. So we appreciate you having on. And um, any last things you guys think we should mention? I'll say, I thought
3: it was cool, <laughs> man, because we, we've known you, but it was real cool to hear your backstory. You yeah, there we go, yeah. It yeah, was cool to hear your backstory, yeah. then,
0: It was cool being here at the... At the, at the the podcast, it's <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. Well, you we heard it here first. Appreciate you guys at home always showing us so much love, tuning into another episode of the All Aces podcast. We appreciate you, and uh, we'll see you at the next one. Peace.